Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, you're seeing the damage right now done from big liberal mega donors, the George Soros types and others. What they've done to influence local elections, local elections, not globally impactful elections, local elections. I, this show is going to blow your mind a little bit today. I got this. I've got a ton of news to get to and how it's impacting people in the United States right now, like the McCloskeys. Today's show brought to you by our friends at ExpressVPN. Your online activity, that's your business. Get a VPN today. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? I'm doing okay, I guess, considering. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> All kinds yeah of I know. Long ago, we had a little bit of a, uh, exactly, a little bit yeah. of a, a gremlin today in the Holy machine. Moly. We're about five minutes delayed, but that's all right. All right. It's a loaded news day today. Let me get right to it. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. They make the finest nutrition supplements on the market. My personal favorite, Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, go to brickhousenutrition.com slash Dan today. Use promo code Dan and pick up a bottle of this. But why? Why would you do it? Because this is what, this is my, Single favorite supplement out there. It does three things. Makes you look better, makes you feel better, makes you perform better. But don't take my word for it. Try the seven-day mirror test, all right? What's the seven-day mirror test? Go give yourself a look in the mirror now. Take a mental snapshot. Say, hey, what do I look like? Try foundation for seven days. I've been using this stuff for now three, four years. Come back seven days later, look in the mirror. You're going to be like, damn, that stuff's really good. Foundation, Brickhouse Nutrition. Check it out. This stuff's the real McCoy. Love it. My personal favorite supplement out there. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. And while you're there, check out Field of Greens. They're real superfood, not like those fake health food powder, health store uh, powders you see elsewhere. This real food, real servings of fruits and vegetables. Field of Greens. And then check out Foundation as well. Watch your performance in the gym go through the roof. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan Foundation. Pick up a bottle today. All right, Joe, let's go. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Joe's giving us the verbal bell. Clearly some uh, technical difficulties with the mechanical bell. Gremlins everywhere today. Um, let's, let's get right to the content because I know at least the content's going to be very good, even yes, if the technical side of the show yes. we're struggling a little bit. So, uh, folks, I've been warning you and in my um, next book, Follow the Money, which is coming out in October, but it's available for pre-order now. I have an entire chapter on George Soros. Now, you know, God forbid you talk about Soros, Joe. You know, media matters. They lose yeah. their minds. And that's how you know you're over the target, by the way, which makes me just double down and talk about it more. Like, you can't talk about George Soros. God forbid. Talk about George Soros, we'll accuse you of anti-Semitism. Huh? huh? Explain that again. If you follow the history of Soros, you may want to reword that. That's a whole other thing, but we're not going to be dissuaded from talking about what we want on this show. We'll do whatever we want when we want, because we're talking about issues that are affecting Americans. Now, what does this have to do with this story up at the Washington Examiner? It's garnered national and in some cases international attention. It's a story of a St. Louis couple that prior to, what, two or three weeks ago was probably pretty anonymous outside of their local area, the McCloskeys. Remember them? The St. Louis couple who uh, brandished a weapon at the protesters, according to this Washington Examiner uh, title, and was charged. Article by Mike Brest. Yeah, the McCloskeys, who when a group of uh, violent protesters, they were not peaceful, they were violent. They were violent. That, 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 that statement's tautological. They ripped their front gate down on private property and were threatening them with violence. That would mean violent protesters for all the liberals listening who have seven-inch thick skulls, dunces, Really stupid people, I'm sorry, who keep insisting that the McCloskeys who left their house 
They had a, appeared to be an AR-15 and a pistol and were defending their home to the liberals who keep saying on television and in writing, oh, oh, oh they were just intimidating peaceful protests. They were not peaceful. They were not peaceful. Stop advertising your stupidity for the world to see. Nobody believes you. We're laughing at you when you say that because you're a dunce. When you break down someone's front gate, you tear it down with a mob. You then threaten the homeowner with burning their house down and murdering them. That is not peaceful. Nobody believes you. No one. We're laughing at you. We know what you're doing. We know your gaslighting efforts and nobody's buying it. So the McCloskeys were charged by the just ridiculously, outrageously bad, corrupt local prosecutor, Kim Gardner, who is really probably right now one of the most dangerous politicians in America. She charged them for daring to defend their own property against a violent mob threatening to burn their house down and kill them after they ripped their front gate down. She, the prosecutor charged the McCloskeys if you haven't heard this story, you probably have. I mean, unless you're living in a cave somewhere. So most of you probably heard this story. But if you haven't, you're probably like, Dan, you, you, this is, you, you got this story wrong. You're like scratching your head like, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me, just to be clear here, you're telling mm-hmm. me, I know producer Drew loves the hand gesticulations. <laughs> yeah. It's an Italian thing. I'm sorry. He loves, he, if I don't do it, he gets very upset. So you're telling me here <laughs> that a violent mob rips down a couple's front gate storms their house, threatens them, and threatens to like basically break into their house by a forced home invasion. The couple does never fires a shot, but walks outside with their weapons, defends their home, and the couple defending their home was charged. Yes, yes, that's what I'm telling you. What the heck does this have to do with George Soros and liberal mega donors? Ladies and gentlemen, this is their plan the whole time. Let me get to this article in a second here, but How did this corrupt, absolutely grotesquely corrupt prosecutor in St. Louis who charged the couple defending their lives in their home, how did she get into office? They say, sorry, liberals, Joe, I can see it around. Pardon, sorry, liberal voice. It's a conspiracy theory. Uh It uh, it is. Let's look at this Just the News piece, John Solomon's terrific website, Just the News. Uh, St. Louis prosecutor, Kim Gardner, targeting the McCloskeys, gets $78,000 infusion from Soros Link Group. It's a conspiracy theory. It is, really, because we can see the money trail. Now, by the way, just a side note, my next book, which is available for pre-order now, Follow the Money, has a whole chapter on Soros and how exactly he does what he does. Paying people, oh, look at that. Paula throwing the book up. Very nice. Thank right. you. Follow the money. There's the cover right there. There's a whole chapter on what Soros does, but so just the news article. Paula, can you put the just the news piece up again? Because I'm not sure I'm reading this right. John Solomon and his site, the reporters over there who do actual reporting. Just the news.com. St. Louis Cup. No, no, that's not. They get $78,000 from a Soros link group. There we go. Hmm. By Christine Dolan. I'm just checking. Joe, Paul, am I reading that headline wrong? St. Louis prosecutor targeting McCloskey gets 78K from Source Link Group. Okay, I'm not reading that wrong. Thank you no. very much. What's the problem here? What are they really doing? What are they up to? What's Soros up to? What's Soros' interest? A billionaire in a local race in St. Louis. Folks, 
This is my warning to you, and it's been my warning to you for a long time. These liberal communists and socialists and anti-American, American-hating, Antifa types and your pigs in a blanket fry them like bacon types, um, they will not stop. They want to destroy the country and you in the process. Do you understand that? Please, horse blinders for a minute. My gosh, if there's anything I ever tell you, you need to be crystal clear about this right away so you understand the fight ahead. You think you're walking into a fight with an unexperienced guy you're going to win in a minute, and you find yourself in an Apollo Creed Rocky 15-rounder, and at the end of the 15th round, you're going, what the hell just happened? Please understand, these liberal groups are in it to win it. I'm not talking about all Democrats in the country. I'm talking about these radical leftists. They are in it to win it. And their version of a win is the destruction of everything you know as America today. Soros and his liberal donors and these liberal groups they work with figured out a long time ago that you have to fight what's been called by some friends in a group I roll with, or used to, the 30-front war. Again, you can call it a conspiracy theory if you're a leftist all you want. It only means we're over the target. I, I don't care. I disregard you buffoons all the time. What is the 30-front war? The left knows. And Joe, as the audience referee, step in. If I don't explain this well, please. Aye, sir. The 30-front war is a war on local elections, national elections, the court system, the culture, entertainment, academia, uh, the technical, the tech tyrants out there, Google, Verizon, everywhere. Why a 30-front war? Why not just focus your energy on, say, the presidency or national elections? Because, folks, the way our system is set up with checks and balances, both horizontal and vertical in our constitutional republic, it's difficult to get major initiatives like destroying people's liberty, destroying their right to defend themselves, i.e. the McCloskeys, you get it? To take out the Second Amendment, to take their money through confiscatory taxation, to implement new forms of socialism, taxes, uh, taxation, and uh, regulation, to take your health care away, to indoctrinate your kids. It's hard to do that. There's always an obstacle in that one front if just the president tries to do it. So when you hit them on all fronts, you elect people locally, like Gardner. Gardner takes away your Second Amendment right by simply charging people. Now people in St. Louis are afraid that if they defend themselves against the mob and they, God forbid, have to use a firearm to defend the lives of them, their kids, or their family, or protect their property, they're afraid they're going to go to jail. Ladies and gentlemen, whether, you've whether the Second Amendment is there or not in St. Louis is irrelevant for them now. Do you understand that? Yeah, yeah. If they can't get the Second Amendment taken away legally, they'll just get it taken away in a de facto, not de jure manner. They'll make it so ineffective and so useless that, God forbid, you use the Second Amendment to defend your property or your family's lives. You go to jail. Is the Second Amendment even real then? Well, it's real for us, but not if you live in St. Louis. They couldn't get it done through Barack Obama alone. So they figured, let's fight on every front at the same time and overwhelm people who believe in big R, God-given rights and freedom. Let's overwhelm them. Get them banned from Twitter. Sue them. Put them in jail. If they defend themselves, indict them. Soros figured that out. That's why. What does George Soros care about the prosecutor in St. Louis? He doesn't. He cares about this 30-front fight. 
That's why his money, and not just him, but others, liberal mega donors, the LinkedIn guy and elsewhere, that's why their money filters its way down to different fronts. The culture war, the tech wars, the the, uh, academic institutions, front groups, Antifa, prosecutors, international, like in my book where I talk about uh, Soros' money in Ukraine. How Ukraine went to fight this fight globally, to attack political enemies. Ladies and gentlemen, these people aren't stupid. They want to wipe you out and any resistance to their big government agenda. This is very serious. Now, luckily, because I do have a lot to get to, there are some people still standing in the way. The purpose of this block, though, before I get to this, this next video is the Missouri, the attorney general for Missouri, the entire state, obviously. Now, St. Louis being in Missouri, obviously, the Missouri Attorney General had something to say about this ridiculous, corrupt charging of the McCloskeys by Kim Gardner, George Soros-sponsored local prosecutor. He had something to say, too. But I just before we get to this clip, I want to express to you the importance now in uh, in 2016, in 2020, this election coming up in just over 100 days. Do not dare walk into the election booth, folks. And just vote for the presidency and walk out. Please, with humility and the greatest of respect, do not even consider that. Down ballot races are just as important. If Soros knows it and leftists know it, we need to know that too. It's usually Senate, uh, excuse me, presidency, Senate if you have one on, if you have one on the uh, uh, Senate race on the ballot, then it's your congressional reps, then it's your state delegates, ladies and gentlemen. Republican down the line. And Republicans aren't the answer to our problems. They're not. They've largely sold you out too. But Democrats are most definitely the cause of all your problems. I'm not telling you there's a good choice. I'm telling you there's a less bad choice. You have to deal with the world we're in, not the world you want to live in. It's no more difficult than that to understand. Republican down the line. I'm very sorry they are not the party we thought they were. But the Democrats are exactly the party we think they are. Down-ballot races matter because when you don't vote in down-ballot races, people like Kim Gardner get in office and slowly whittle away your Second Amendment by default. Here's the Missouri Attorney General fighting back against the ridiculous charging of the McCloskeys. Check this out. Hello, I'm Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt. The right to keep and bear arms is given the highest level protection in the Missouri Constitution and our laws, which I'm charged with protecting. This includes the Missouri Castle Doctrine, which provides broad rights to Missourians to protect and defend their personal safety and property against those who wish to do them harm. And yet, in the wake of radical calls to defund the police and with rates of violent crime skyrocketing each day, the St. Louis Circuit Attorney filed suit against a St. Louis couple who, according to published reports, say they were doing just that, defending the safety of their family and their private property. Enough is enough. As Missouri's Chief Law Enforcement Officer, I simply will not stand by while Missouri law is being ignored. That's why I'm entering this case and seeking the dismissal of this case to protect the rights of Missourians to defend themselves and their property under Missouri's Castle Doctrine. A political prosecution such as this one would have a chilling effect on Missourians exercising their right to self-defense. The law in Missouri is clear and must be protected. Do you understand what he's saying there? Eric Schmidt, this, this guy's not stupid. The Missouri Attorney General knows exactly what's going on. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you can cite the Constitution. I have an app for the Constitution on my phone. I'm not kidding. You just carry around a hard copy. Now it's on an app. Everything's uh, technical now. That Second Amendment, you understand, is meaningless if people like Kim Gardner can put you in jail for exercising it. Those big R God-given rights are not going to defend themselves. The Constitution is the greatest governing document in human history. But ladies and gentlemen, let's be candid. It is just a piece of paper. The principles exercised in it, when appropriately defended, are the greatest governing principles in the history of humankind. It's a document I adore. And the men who wrote it were brilliant. But it's meaningless if it's not defensible. Meaningless. You have the right to defend yourself, but if you exercise it, we'll put you in jail. Now, folks, the media is in on this. I'm going to get to a, a quick clip by an MSNBC contributor, one of the legendary dopes of MSNBC, but Heilman, who's just a moron. But I want you to understand before I get to this, I want to get to my second sponsor. But before I get this, I want to just quickly set you up for this. The media is in on this too. They understand the 30 front war, political, legal, cultural, court system, academia, the media's role as activists and Pravda-like propagandists like the Soviets. They have to make sure you understand as well that the criminals are the good guys and if you defend yourself, you're the bad guys. I'll play that in a second. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Bowl and Branch. Ladies and gentlemen, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. The great part about Bowl, B-O-L-L and Branch sheets is the more you sleep on them, the more comfortable they get. It's like a fine wine. What do millions of Americans and three former U.S. presidents have in common? Bolin Branch sheets are the softest and most comfortable pure organic cotton sheets on earth. Bolin Branch cotton is rain-fed, pesticide-free, and carries the highest organic certification. That's why it is so soft, because they worked with family-owned mills all over the world to expertly weave every set of Bolin Branch sheets with the highest level of craftsmanship. craftsmanship. It's quality you can feel the moment you open that box. We have them here. The more you sleep on them, the better they get. So comfortable. And they sell directly to you. Bowling Branch sheets start at just $160. They're really $1,000 quality for a fraction of the price. Plus, you can sleep on them for a month. You don't like them, it's all risk-free. And right now, you'll get $50 off any uh, sheet set at bowlandbranch.com with promo code Bongino. We love ours. You'll never sleep on the only downside is you go to a hotel. You're like, let me go back to my bowl and branch sheets. Spell B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code Bongino for $50 off. Bowl and branch.com, promo code Bongino. Restrictions may apply. See bowl and branch.com for details. Go today. These sheets are super comfortable. Like I said, it's really bad for hotels. That's the only downside. Sometimes I got to travel. Okay. The media is one of those. 30 plus fronts. It's more like a 50 front war, but they know their role. Heilman, MSNBC, CNN, you know, the Soviets, the Pravda-like propaganda agitpropers. Yeah. So their role, again, is to make sure that your big R God-given rights are whittled away. So what do they do? They go on TV and say things like this to make sure you know if you're in the resistance, the resistance to chaos, and you choose to defend yourself, that you're the bad guy and the criminals are the good guys. Listen to the way Heilman describes President Trump sending in federal agents to stop you and your buildings from being burned down. Check this out. Everything that's been said here, I think, is about this particular issue is right, but not doesn't go far enough. Uh, you know, we are talking, this is not just performative authoritarianism. This is authoritarianism. This is a 
These are paramilitary yeah. units. These are the kinds of things that we have seen in tyrannical authoritarian regimes in third world countries throughout the 20th, uh, second half of the 20th century. This is not a, this is not a mystery what's going on here. And I think that to, to, to look at this through the prism of symbolic politics, the law and order campaign, Trump uh, trying to rerun the Nixon playbook is true, but doesn't, as I say, go far enough. We are looking, I think, here, and this is a dark, and I, I don't want to be overly alarmist about this, but I think this is the time to be alarmist, knowing where Donald Trump stands right now politically, understanding where we are headed in this election. I think we are looking at a potentially a trial run for a kind of gen- a genuine attempt to, 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 through intimidation and potentially through force, to try to uh, to try to steal this election, do you do 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 you see what he did there? Uh, right, <laughs> I know you, the story's totally upside down. Yeah. Trump now is the one using intimidation and force. Trump, you have people in Portland whose businesses and buildings have been under relentless attack for almost three months now. Relentless attack, graffitied, attacked, burned down, people attacked, people being punched in the face. The videos are everywhere. Just go to Andy No's account, his social media accounts. If you don't believe, you could see the videos yourself. You know, the terror group Antifa, the fascists, the fascist terror group Antifa in Portland, violently trying to overthrow the city. President Trump sends in federal agents. By the way, notice he calls them paramilitary. They're not paramilitary. They're federal agents. They're not military or paramilitary. They're federal agents. Sends them in to protect the people there. And we're the ones, the citizens, these people represent these federal agents. We're the ones guilty of intimidation. Heilman knows exactly what he's doing. He's working on behalf of big liberal, big government, socialist, communist activist groups that are trying to break down any resistance to their plans. They will attack you at will. They will basically alienate your big R God-given rights and you will shut up and you will be re-educated. Disgusting. All right, moving on. As always, I always spend more time in these topics than I'm playing because I got a lot to get through. All right, uh, showing you how this, you think I'm crazy here and this is just the media, culture, uh, cultural elitist, academic elitist. Others. No, no, uh, this is elected. So like Kim Gardner, elected politicians and the worst attorney general in the history of humankind anywhere Um, Keith Ellison in Minnesota, uh, former congressman, um, an ongoing disaster. This is an actual clip. This is not The Onion or The Babylon Bee. It's not a satire site. It's not meant to be sarcastic. This is an actual clip of the attorney general of a major American state, Minnesota, saying how if you're raped, that cops should not respond. Folks, if you're saying to me that this can't possibly be true, you're clearly using hysteria here. Just listen to the cut. You'll probably have a different opinion on the other side of it. If you're a woman who's been a victim of a sexual assault and the assailant is ran away, wouldn't you rather talk to somebody who is trained in helping you deal with what you're dealing with as opposed to somebody whose main training is that they know how to use a firearm, right? I I just heard a groan over from Paula, which is rare. Which is rare. I'm working on getting Paula mic, by the way. I got all your feedback. I know. She doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to be on mic, but I, we have to do it. There's too much feedback. People want, they want Paula on the mic. 
When I hear a groan, I typically know that that story has been like a gut punch. Joe, you heard what I heard, right? Oh, yeah. So you're the victim of a sexual assault. Mm hmm. I mean, a violation of your body. It's unimaginable. And Ellison's suggesting, no, no, we don't want the cops there. We want a social worker. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, I'm not here. I, am I, I, like I said, I spent a lot of time in school studying psychology. Great, who cares? I'm not knocking social workers at all. I don't intend to. And don't, intake, don't, don't take my words in any way to mean that. They do. A lot of them are great. And it fixed the, you know, a, lot, a lot of problems for a lot of people. God forbid you're the victim of a sexual assault. I want that guy locked up and I want him locked up quick. And I want the guys with the guns responding because they're the guys with arrest powers. I'm not kidding when I tell you if a conservative said this. Yeah, if a woman's raped or the victim of a sexual assault, no cops. Let's get a social worker there instead. Cancel culture? Um, you'd, you'd potentially be subjected to uh, the guillotine. I have not heard a dumber idea proposed by an attorney general of a major state ever than this dumb idea. And by the way, Joe, just a question. Where are the women's groups on this? Where are, you know, yeah. the women's groups are for women's rights. Where, where, where are you on this? I haven't heard anything. Wait, hold on. Take my MP3. No, no. Mm-mm. Joe, you hearing anything on your women's group? Hold on. Check. No. Women's groups. No. Ellison. No. No, nothing there either. Yeah, nobody's at the door. No. Nobody's at your door? Yeah, hold on. Yeah. No, no. Nobody at my door. That's interesting. See anything on your computer over there? Did you report anything like that? Women's groups? No, no, you haven't. Because the women's groups are silent. 14 people hurt, shot in Chicago last night. Oh, my gosh. Where's Black Lives Matter? I thought, I thought Black Lives ma- ma- matter. matter. It only mattered to us. Ironically, they don't matter to Black Lives Matter. Where, where, are the, where are the women's groups on Keith Ellison? Yeah, social workers should respond to sexual abuse cases. Where are they? The answers are nowhere. Because Democrats are enjoying the suck. I'm talking about elected officials. They are. They're enjoying the suck. You know the suck? If you've been in the military or law enforcement, embrace the suck. You know what that means? You're really harsh work conditions. You're working, whatever you're doing, you're on a mission and it really stinks. Embrace the suck. You have no choice. The Democrats are embracing the suck all over the country. They love this chaos. They think it's great. God forbid you're the victim of a rape. They want a social worker to show up. This is real, folks. I'm just playing their own words, okay? These are their words. They're not, they're not mine. Something, God forbid, like this happens to you. I want the cops showing up. And I want the dude locked up like stat. Idiots. Morons. Morons. All right. Speaking of media morons, I mean, it's been a heavy show so far. So on a lighter note. The great Kaylee McEnany yesterday in our presser at the White House had an interesting moment. Now, John Carl, who doesn't know much about anything, um, he's an alleged journalist. You know, we say alleged because he doesn't really know anything about anything. And you would think journalists would, their expertise would be in facts and background and things like that. Um, 
asked a question of Kaylee McEnany because, you know, the media is on the side again, like Holman and others of chaos. The criminals are the good guys and you are the bad guys for defending yourself. So John Carl asked Kaylee McEnany in this presser yesterday in the Brady press room, hey, uh, does President Trump have the authority to go in there with federal agents and do crazy things like enforce the law? You didn't you didn't know the answer is good. Joe, what's the golden rule, right, about <laughs> when you're in politics? Never, no. ever ask a question. You don't know the answer to an event. <laughs> is that not the golden rule, Joe? It is. Yes. Never ask a question. You don't know the answer to in advance. I'm just saying. If John Carl would have followed this rule, he wouldn't have been totally, completely, 100% R-E-K-T, wrecked by Kayleigh McEnany yesterday. Check this out. Where in the Constitution does the president derive the authority to send federal law enforcement officers to the streets of American cities against the will of the elected officials in those cities. Yes, well, what you're referring to is Portland and 40 U.S. Code 1315 gives DHS the ability to deputize officers in any department or agency, like ICE, Custom and Border Patrol, and Secret Service, quote, as officers and agents, they can be deputized for the duty of, uh, in connection with the protection of property owned or occupied by the federal government and persons on that property. And when a federal courthouse is being lit on fire, commercial fireworks being shot at it, being shot at the officers, I think that that falls pretty well within uh, the limits of 40 U.S. Code 1350. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, the yes. only thing that would have made that cut better. I have these lint rollers from when, if she went like this, like, <laughs> don't you think? I have these for when I do Fox, you know? No, wouldn't that have been great if she just walked away and like pulled out a lint roller? She had a black dress on. She went, wouldn't that have been classic? That would have been the greatest moment ever. If she just like lint rolled or like took a sip of coffee after that, just (laughs) (laughs) mic drop. Yeah, yeah, mic drop. Like Obama did that time with the mic drop. Oh, oh, never ask a question you don't know the answer to. You dunce. You don't know the. You 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 are really John Carl, respected reporter. Folks, trust me. I've dealt with reporters in my prior line of work. They, I'm not kidding. Not all of them. And I want to stereotype. The people I dealt with were some of the dumbest people I have ever met in my life. I'm not kidding. If you heard their conversations, you would be, I can't say this enough. You would scratch your head like, what? Did this guy finish the third grade? He was unaware the president has authority to defend federal property. He's the chief executive of the federal government. Oh, man. Dead giveaway. Every time. Every time. Every time, time dude. <laughs> Thank you. But I was going to end this, but I'm sorry. Joe just inadvertently extended this segment. Here's a trick for you reporters out there. I, I get it. You know, information, double digit IQs, tough to price. The computer doesn't work. I get that. But when you see a descriptor in front of an object that says federal, like federal courthouse, federal property, the president probably has some authority to do something law enforcement wise. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a journalist like you guys. I'm not that smart. I mean, I'm not smart enough to be a journalist. What am I? There's some 
dopey former cop Joe, dopey audio engineer. What are we? Two morons. What do we know? Federal. Yeah, two yeah, idiots. Right. Shaggy. Federal courthouse. Federal. Oh, I swear, this gavel someone sent me is the greatest tool ever because I have to like hammer huh. myself on the melon sometimes to make sure the computer's still functioning. Because I'm like, are these people really this stupid? The answer is, yes, they are. Good for Kaylee McEnany for setting this dunce straight. <sighs> All right, I've got another media clip. I'm sorry for a little media madness. Before I get to that, I'm going to get to my uh, next sponsor. But CNN, uh, Brianna Keeler, up there with John Call. Remember what I told you? These are some of the dumbest people you'll ever meet who apparently doesn't read CNN.com before she goes on the... <laughs> don't, don't miss that one. And there's some, more, there's some substantive <laughs> stuff in here too. I don't like doing too much. It's not here, but it's just to show you how dumb the media is. All right, today's show also brought to you by our friends at Raycon. Listen, I took a trip uh, just the other day. It was probably the busiest day of my working life. Made it there, made it back, and I would have been lost without Raycon. You know how many calls I had to make with these? Listen, whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want to know what you're listening to and you want to listen to it on the best devices out there, right? Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. That's why I choose Raycon. I love Raycon. These are great. This is mine. Open them up. Check them out right there. I got to charge them. I've been using them endlessly for the last few days. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair of wireless earbuds, check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Again, my personal choice. You already know Raycon earbuds start about half the price of these other premium wireless earbuds on the market. Don't waste any money. And they sound just as amazing as the other top audio brands you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are the best ones yet with six hours of playtime. I actually get more out of mine. So seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact, and more compact design gives you a no, nice uh, noise isolating fit. They don't. The only ones that don't fall out of my ears. I'm not kidding. I don't. Those other ones, I. You, I lose them. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable that you can sit there and on conference calls forever. You can binge your podcast, whatever you want to do. Unlike some of those other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are stylish and discreet. They have no dangling wires or stems and uh, to distract anyone during those video calls. You've heard me talk about how the company was co-founded by Ray J and other folks are so obsessed with Raycon's as well. Uh, pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get their latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Bongino. That's buyraycon.com slash Bongino for 15% off. Raycon's great wireless earbuds. Buyraycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash Bongino. Go today. Check them out. They're really cool. They sound great too. Okay. Uh, so getting back to this. You know, the media madness I pointed out, again, for a reason, so you understand going into these elections that you're not getting legitimate, accurate information. You're getting activism. That's what they do. They have an agenda. When you understand their agenda, you understand how to dismantle it. So this is a clip from CNN yesterday. Tim Murtaugh, who is the uh, communications head for the Trump campaign. Tim Murtaugh was on CNN with the dreadful Brianna Keeler, who doesn't know very much. And the topic of hydroxychloroquine came up. And um, Dr. Keeler, just kidding, she's not a doctor at all. She's a journalist, um, had some interesting words about hydroxychloroquine. I'll play that and then um, we'll put up some interesting commentary from CNN.com afterwards. I guess she doesn't read that. Check this out. 
But let's remember, when you're talking about things like this, you remember the hydroxychloroquine fiasco where the entirety of the media was dead set against anyone ever talking about this simply because the president expressed optimism uh, in, in its role as a That's not why. It's treatment. because it kills and people, every, Tim. Yes, and everybody embraced a study that showed that it, that it was a failure, and then that study had to actually be withdrawn. And now there's another study that shows that it can actually cut deaths by as much as 50%. Are you, are you talking about the study that also uses cortico? Anymore. Are you talking about the study that also includes corticosteroids, which are helpful in coronavirus? It's not hydroxychloroquine that helps patients. I mean, you're not a doctor, clearly. So now you're checking, you're cherry picking. Again, you're cherry picking. I'm cherry not cherry picking. So you're cherry picking. I, Tim, yes, I talk to scientists and doctors, and clearly yes, yeah. you don't. Yeah, so then why no. haven't you been bringing this up? Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm sorry to keep it. They are some of the dumbest people you will ever meet. Collective, the collective IQ is in the possibly the single digits. So uh, Dr. Brianna Keeler, just kidding. She's a journalist. She says, you know, hydroxychloroquine kills people. You know, I talk to scientists and doctors, she says. Uh, do you talk to the people at CNN.com? Where this article just, yeah, oh, oh boy, yeah, wow, this is, oh, gosh, oh, huh, huh. Joe, you seeing that CNN Health? Yeah, Study dude. finds hydroxychloroquine may have boosted survival, but other researchers have doubts. By Maggie Fox, Andrea Kane, and Elizabeth Cohen. Yeah. So there, Tim Murtaugh was right. There's a study that finds that hydroxychloroquine boosts survival. A study covered by CNN, but Brianna Keeler's on the air. By the way, if I was the producer of hydroxychloroquine, I would sue this woman. Hydroxychloroquine kills people, she said. Hydroxychloroquine kills. Are you standing by that? For those of you out there who uh, are bored today and have nothing to do, I suggest you email CNN and respectfully ask, is that statement accurate? We'd like Brianna Keeler to address that again on the air, that hydroxychloroquine kills people. It appears she's giving medical advice on the air. Does it not? Just asking. Yeah, it appears so. Is she not? Is she, is she, so if you're on hydroxychloroquine and it could save your life, you have lupus, an autoimmune disorder, or it's being used to treat you under medical advice for the dreadful symptoms of coronavirus, Brianna Keeler's telling you that drug's going to kill you. Doesn't CNN have a little bit of a problem on their hands here? Not only did she say it, Joe, she was really confident about it. Yeah. She talks to scientists and doctors. Apparently, you've told her that, I, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or else, what, you just made it up? What scientist or doctor told, told you that exactly? Be a real shame if you emailed CNN and asked her to go on the record again with that. We'd, we'd, we'd like to see her double down on that one if she really believes that. She won't. Brianna Keeler's a moron who doesn't know anything who candidly would rather see, would rather give erroneous, outrageous, unscientific advice on the air to try and attack President Trump and his communications guy. That's the only reason she said that. She's not smart enough to say anything otherwise. That's a real clip, by the way. Again, we didn't edit that. We just cut it short. Everything you needed to see, you saw right there. All right, moving on. Um, Folks, there is a lot of substantive, really critical, candidly dangerous stuff to talk about today as well. Dangerous, I mean dangerous for the future of the country. We opened up the show talking about the organized attack on your rights through the 30-front war. But there's also, in that legal front, legal political front, that's one of the fronts we have to be very, very concerned about. 
Folks, if we lose, when I say the political front, I shouldn't say legal front, legal I mean by changing the laws, but the battle by the left, obviously, to take back the election, win uh, for Joe Biden to win and for them to take back the Senate could be deeply troubling for us. Check out this article to Washington Examiner. It's a good one. It's up in my show notes, either from today or yesterday, bongino.com slash newsletter. Please check out the show notes. That's how you subscribe. GOP gallery of nightmares, 10 policies Biden and the Democrats would ram through after axing the filibuster. Folks, this should scare the living Hades out of every single one of you. Here's the Democrats plan for you, which will dismantle the Republican probably under a few years if all this stuff goes through. Number one, they want to get rid of the filibuster. The filibuster, as Tucker Carlson described last night, we talked about last week on the show as well is the only thing right now, if we lose the presidential election in the Senate, the only thing between you and the chaos, the only thing. The filibuster is a way the minority in the Senate, the minority party, which is the Democrats now, but could be the Republicans if we lose the Senate. It's the only way the minority party can stop disastrous things from happening. If that goes away and a simple majority vote in the Senate is the way to pass legislation, the Democrats have the majority. God forbid. You are going to see these 10 things I'm going to talk about be shoved right down your throats, and it ain't going to taste good. In case you don't believe me, though, and you think, oh, the Democrats wouldn't dare get rid of the filibuster. There's a hundred plus year tradition of the filibuster in the Senate. They wouldn't just casually throw that out, would they? Again, ladies and gentlemen, don't listen to me. Listen to Chuck Schumer himself. Check this out. Former Vice President Biden recently suggested that he would be open to supporting eliminating the filibuster uh, if Republicans obstruct his agenda. Where, where do you stand on that? Are you more receptive to look, taking a look at doing that? Job number one is for us to get the majority. Uh, we don't take anything for granted, but it's looking better and better. And once we get the majority, we'll discuss it in our caucus. Nothing's off the table. Again, folks, don't listen to me. Listen to the Democrats. Was that Dennis Greenline? They are who we thought they were. The Democrats are who they say they are. You don't need my word for it. Just listen to Chucky Schumer. They will dump the filibuster day one. Day one. By the middle of January, you will be looking at a legislative apocalypse you cannot stop anymore. So what's on their agenda? What are these 10 things? Let me just go through them quickly. The list of horribles that you can expect to see God forbid we lose this election. There will be an assault weapons ban. Assault weapons. Now, why do I use the Democrat terminology there? That's the point. Assault weapons, that that term doesn't mean anything. Democrats have never been able to define it. Well, what's the purpose of leaving it loosely defined? Because then it means whatever the Democrats say it means. If a gun's painted black, if a gun's really long, if it has a scary grip, if it has a sight on top, if it has a chainsaw bayonet at the bottom, remember that gem from the U.S.? Yeah. <laughs> That's real, by the way, USA Today. Remember that? Remember the yeah. chainsaw bayonet? That's the whole point. An assault weapons ban will mean the Democrats will ban whatever firearm they want. Everything will be an assault weapon. Secondly, amnesty. Oh, that's a lock. You'll see that in a heartbeat. Pushed right through. No filibuster. No way to stop it. Amnesty for 12 to 15 million people in the country, totally illegal. That one is a lock. 
You'll see taxpayer-funded abortions again. Whether you believe in life from conception to natural death like I do, or you're pro-abortion. I think we could all agree taxpayer money shouldn't pay for it. Oh, that'll be gone. It'll be taxpayer-funded abortions. It'll be your tax dollars going to terminate human life. No doubt about that. Tax hikes. We already know that. Talked about it last week. Come on, Dan. They're not going to hike our taxes in a government-imposed recession because of these disastrous lockdowns. Oh, no, they've already said they will. Oh, you didn't know that? You didn't read that? Capital gains tax hikes, corporate tax hikes, income tax hikes, financial transaction taxes. You haven't seen, you haven't, you haven't seen any of those? I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry if you're a liberal watching and you're under the mistaken guise that, oh, they're not going to hike my middle-class taxes. They've already said they will. They've already said that. That is definitely coming your way. Card check. So again, whether you believe in the power of unions or not, again, I'm not anti-union. I'm anti-force uh, yeah, uh, anti and coercion. Card check so that you don't have a secret ballot anymore deciding to join a union. You can be basically through card check forced to submit a card instead. Democrats have wanted that for years. Democrats don't believe in choice. They only say they do. D.C. statehood. Washington, D.C. is not a state. It is the seat of the federal government. It has always been that way. Washington, D.C., which I don't believe in modern times has ever voted for a Republican president, ever. D.C. will be a state. You will have two more Democrat senators, and that will never, ever change. You will never get the majority back. Court packing. You know those 5-4 rulings at the Supreme Court? Uh, Joe, they'll be 50-40 as they pack the Supreme Court and then we pack the Supreme Court. Next thing you know, you'll have 1,672 justices on the Supreme Court. They'll have to expand the building. Mm. Court packing, that's their thing next. Whenever they get in, they'll throw five, six more justices on. Then the Republicans, you know, the, the bad ones will be like, but we need to be principled. We can't do the same thing. No, no, we pack it to them. We'll add 10 more. And then they'll add 20 more. And you'll be looking at the end stages of the United States. Public option for health care. That's coming. The public option, no way. Oh, yeah. Dan, why wouldn't we have a public option? That sounds great. People can choose a government option for health care. You know, government health care, Inc. That sounds fair. Folks, you don't really believe that, do you? Do you know what the purpose of a government public option is? Because it's the government, it can use your taxpayer dollars to charge below market fees, which would do what, Joe? run insurance companies out of business. Right. Therefore, it wouldn't become the public option. It would become the only option. How does that sound? You like your insurance company now? Then you better fight the public option because your insurance company will be out of business when the public option uses your taxpayer dollars to drive your uh, free market healthcare option right off the market. You say it can't get any worse. Oh, it will. There'll be a full-blown attack on the oil companies. I know if you're a liberalist, you're like, screw the oil companies, I hate them. Listen, I'm not for corporate welfare in any respect. But having said that, the attack on the oil companies will be 30 fronts. Meaning what? Your gas bill will probably go up by 100 to 200%. You like that? You like the idea of $72 gas? Vote Democrat. Finally, the Green New Deal. You know, no more farting cows, air travel, or anything like that. Whether that passes, I'm not sure. I think even... Blue state Democrat senators would be laughed out of the joint. I mean, nobody voted for AOC's Green Deal. But to be candid, folks, there's nothing stopping them. Nothing. Not without that filibuster. 
I don't want to be too Debbie Downer either. There's a good chance we hold the Senate. We could even add to it. There's a good chance we win the presidency too. I'm just telling you, ladies and gentlemen, as I did on yesterday's show, elections are contrast. They're binary choices. This candidate or that candidate? We're doing everyone on this show a disservice if, well, let's not be uh, pessimistic and explain them downside. No, no, let's explain the downsides. So you understand if you don't show up to vote, exactly what's going to happen to you. Folks, let me just be clear. I put this on my uh, social media account in Parlor the other day. I'm not kidding. I don't give a rat's caboose if there's a Category 72 hurricane or tornado in your neighborhood on Election Day. I don't care if it's raining, snowing, sleeting, hailing. I don't care if cats and dogs are dumping from the sky. I don't care if the rain is horizontal. You have got to vote and take 10 of your friends with you. Take 20. Rent a van and take 40. I don't care. I don't care if they put broken glass in front of the vote. Walk over it to get to those polls. This is without a doubt the most critical election in our lifetime. All right, I've got more to get to. Really, it's a big load of news. Let me get to my final sponsor, and I'm going to get to this relief bill, which is another disaster. They're proposing another coronavirus relief bill. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just, I mean, are we into, if we were trying to bankrupt the country, would you do anything different? And the answer is no, of course you wouldn't. We're doing it exactly the way you'd plan. All right, our final sponsor today is Patriot Mobile. Listen, while the left embraces cancel culture, well, let's get in on the action. Cancel your leftist supporting cell phone provider today and make the switch to America's only conservative cell phone carrier, Patriot Mobile. Yes, that's right. Patriot Mobile, they're not shy. They share your values and they will never charge you hidden fees. And unlike Big Mobile, they won't send your hard-earned money to Planned Parenthood or these other leftist causes. Get the same reliable nationwide service and support a company that loves this country. And they're not shy about it. They share your values. They support our constitution. They put people before profits. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number, bring your own phone, or buy a new one. Right now, when you join their family of freedom-loving Americans, get free activation. That's nice. Plus a free gift with the offer code DAN. Veterans and first responders say, uh, save even more money. So please make the switch today. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or visit patriotmobile.com slash DAN. Get your customized plan starting at just $25. 972 Patriot. That's 972 Patriot or patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Go today. Thanks, Patriot Mobile, for supporting the show. So there's another bill out there you need to be aware of, and you have to be very skeptical about what's going on right now. Folks, sadly, as a lot of the good conservatives up in Congress and on the Senate side have been pointing out, uh, Republicans, many of them have sadly abandoned their values. It's not an excuse to stay home on election day. I'm very sorry that every Republican has not managed to live up to our standards. But as I've said to you, and I will say again, no matter what, although Republicans may not be the answer to all of your problems, the Democrats are most definitely the cause of all of your problems. Some of them are abandoning their principles. This next pandemic relief bill they're proposing is an example of that. They have an article up in the Washington Examiner, again, be up in the show notes today. Please check it out. By Jay Heflin. What's on the table in these pandemic relief talks? Folks, enough of the proposed relief packages. They're not relieving anything anymore. Here's what's in it. It's not all bad. Sadly, the majority of it is really bad. 
First, there's a good idea in it, which we should be, it should be a standalone bill. A payroll tax cut. That would be great. A cut on your payroll taxes would put more money back in your pocket tomorrow. Whenever you get paid, your check would go up. Go up for a, in a, a pretty decent chunk of change, too. It's not, listen, I get it. It's a short-term stimulus. I like more long-term structural changes. It's better than nothing. Let people spend their own money because cost and quality matter. The cost of what you're, says Milton Friedman always says, the cost of what you're buying matters and the quality matters because you're buying it with your money. That's the good part. Secondly, there's another good part to it. What's the downside? Well, we'll get to that. There are some legal shields built in. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, some people in the, in the, in the trial, uh, the, the legal profession, have taken advantage of this pandemic and are suing everybody and their mother. Listen, gross negligence, no, you don't deserve any protection. You get you willingly or or just from your own pure, unadulterated stupidity, get people sick, then that's fine. But if you're taking proper precautions in your business, folks, you can't be sued by every person that walks in the door. We'll have no businesses left. There are some legal shields built in. I think this is a very good idea. Where if you're taking appropriate precautions, you will be shielded legally. Good idea. Package that, I'm all for it. Payroll tax and legal protections. That's not just what's in there. We got, unfortunately, more relief checks going out. Ladies and gentlemen, these relief checks are coming from you. It's not fake money. It's not monopoly money. It's your money being given back to you. Just let everyone keep their own money through a payroll tax. Why are you taking it, sending it to the government to send it back in the form of a relief check? Has anybody thought this through? Just let everyone keep their own money in the first place. No, no, let's take it and give it back to them first while we take a cut for ourselves. No more relief checks. Let people keep their own money. They won't need your check. They'll get a paycheck. State aid. Ladies and gentlemen, no more state aid. The states have to figure this out. I know that hurts. And I know we have to do big boy rules now, but I moved to Florida to get away from profligate states like Maryland and New York that just take their taxpayer money and just spend it on whatever they want. I got away from that. I'm not paying for New York anymore and neither should you. State aid is finished. We gave enough state aid. I'm sorry. We got to take the syrup of Ipecac here and talk like mature adults. Talking about spending money we don't have. They want more money for testing. Dan, you object to testing? I don't object to testing. They haven't spent the money from the last relief package on testing. Can you spend that first? I'm again, we're just asking questions. The CARES Act testing money hasn't all been spent yet. Before we do more money on testing, can we spend that? Just a question, folks. Finally, there's talk for more enhanced unemployment benefits. Folks, listen. This is a really dumb idea. If you pay people more money than they can make working, they're not going to work. Not all of them, but enough of them that you're going to cause a deep impact and a long-term recession. We will never be out of this thing if you pay people to not go back to work. I know that hurts for liberals who can't do math, but it's true. Oh boy, frustrating dealing with these people. This thing is a really bad idea. Payroll tax and the legal protection's good. The rest of this stuff, I mean, you're just begging for a long-term recession. I'm not kidding. 
All right, moving on. Loaded news day today. The tech tyranny continues. No way. Yeah, now it's hit home for us again. I've told you a lot of my horror stories, right? Twitter banning us from running ads and all. Yeah. Big mistake, by the way. Big mistake. That's probably why I just jumped on with Parler. <laughs> they shouldn't have done that, Twitter. National Pulse article up at Bongino Report. Whoa, BonginoReport.com. Free plug, but why? Here's a story in the National Pulse. Google appears to blacklist non-mainstream news sites. Calls it, quote, a technical issue. Here we go, Joe, again. Another technical issue with the tech companies. Now, to be fair to Google, because I'm fair, unlike people are fair to us. What happened yesterday, I got an email to give you a little background from a listener. He said, Dan, something weird happened. I Googled Bongino.com. I have two websites, Bongino.com and BonginoReport.com, which is the conservative alternative to the liberal drudge report. A lot of you uh, use it every day and we appreciate that. But a listener emailed me and said, I can't get it. It's weird. I put Bongino Report in and Bongino Report doesn't come up. I sent it to Paula and she was like, huh, Paula's the internet guru in this house. She was like, I don't get it. What's wrong? Well, now it all makes sense. Screenshot from this piece at the National Pulse about the Joe technical issue again. that managed to block access to my website. Quote, the search engine powerhouse, Google, which lamented President Trump's election in 2016 and published a document entitled The Good Censor, was for a period of time not showing results for sites like The National Pulse, Breitbart, Citizens Free Press, The Daily Caller, Red State, The Bongino Report, and more. Oh, what do they all have in common? Oh, all conservative-leaning sites. Weird. We are now, again, to be fair to Google, there were some leftist sites in there. One of them was the Daily Coast and Occupy Democrats. But these weird technical technical issues always appear to impact the majority of conservative sites. Isn't that weird? Again, are we not allowed to talk about this? We're not allowed to ask questions anymore? It's not just that. These articles will be up in the show notes again, by the way. Breitbart had an interesting piece, too. How Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile apparently have an issue with President Trump's texting program. They shut it down. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile shut down Trump campaign's texting program. Oh, really? Yeah. Citing some uh, regulatory issues? Yeah. Those regulatory issues affect other campaigns that are Democrat campaigns? I'm just, I'm, I'm just checking. Again, we're just asking questions. Or is it just the Trump campaign that has these regulatory issues? Just throwing that out there, folks. All right, I'm running out of time here. I want to get to these two stories. I've been holding them for days, and I got to clean the slate. They got to clean the deck here. (laughs) So time has a piece up. You know, I always love pointing out liberal hypocrisy everywhere. So this is a fascinating one. Joe, I want you to check this out. Time headline here from Time Magazine, the once formerly great magazine. Uh, these millionaires and billionaires say they should pay more taxes to cover COVID-19 costs. Uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. My, Joe's like, huh, what? So, no, no, there's no more of the story. No. That, that is a story. That's it. But pay more? Yeah. Go right ahead. Who's stopping you? Go, baby. There's nothing I enjoy more they're pointing out these frauds who've made their own money, who now want to impart taxes on themselves or everyone else. Just pay more. There's a 
box, check the box, send the money. You won't. I think I read, uh, what was it with the number? The highest amount of revenue the federal government has ever received in voluntary tax payments was $12 million in additional tax money. $12 million. $12 million. One billionaire could pay that himself. If all the liberals in America got together and put a dollar in, they'd have more money than the $12 million the government raised, I think, in record tax, voluntary tax payments. They don't do it. These people are total, complete frauds and phonies, fakes every time, total frauds. We want to pay more. Go right ahead. Nobody's stopping you. All right, let me get to this last story because I got to clear the deck today. And I want to, I don't, I don't want to, sometimes I roll over news because there's so much to talk about. All right, my last story, baseball. I discussed this yesterday. I discussed it at the beginning of the show. So I'm going to leave it to the end today to get into the other news. But is Major League Baseball intentionally trying to piss off its entire fan base and bankrupt itself? I'm just asking. Because if you were going to do it, this is the way you would do it, right? Interesting piece up in the Washington Examiner today by Tom Joyce. The last thing baseball needs is woke activism. In case you missed it, I played a video yesterday. Uh, Major League Baseball was proud of it, by the way. They put it out on their Twitter feed with uh, the San Francisco Giants kneeling for the national anthem, you know, crapping on the country, disrespecting the country. That's just what baseball, Major League Baseball thinks is great now. Hmm. So Tom Joyce has some interesting thoughts about this. Are they trying to go bankrupt Major League Baseball? Let's go to a first screenshot from this piece. This This was a good piece. I don't agree with everything in it, but this was a good piece. They had some interesting thoughts. So check this out. He talks about how the fan base here is already declining. He says, quote, the league's popularity is declining already. Attendance has dropped pretty substantially in recent times. In 2007, 80 million people attended regular season MLB games, including repeat fans. Last year, the number dropped to 68.5 million. The league's fan base is getting older and is at risk of dying off. In 2017, the average fan was 57 years old, up from 52 in 2006. Additionally, just 7% of their fans were under the age of 18, even though minors were about one-fourth of the population of the 2010 census. I don't know about you, but when my fan base declines, thankfully it hasn't, first thing I want to do is piss the rest of them off. That's a great move. You wonder who the business geniuses are. And by the way, for those of you who sent me emails and Facebook messages who work in MLB, I'm not going to say your names. Don't you worry. I wouldn't dare and who have sons and daughters who work in Major League Baseball and told me what's really going on, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a lot more, it's a, it's worse than you thought. I'll mm-hmm. leave it at that. It's, yeah, oh yeah, Joe, they were fascinating. It wasn't just one either. Now, in case you think, well, it worked out so great for the NFL, you know, the whole disrespecting the national anthem, alienating your fan base. Second screenshot from the piece. Did it? Quote, a 2007 Washington Post poll found that 53% of people felt as though it was never appropriate to kneel for the national anthem. Over the course of the 2016 and 2017 NFL seasons, the league's TV ratings declined by more than 17%. A J.D. Power poll and a UBS poll both found that the top reason for fans tuning out? Protests of the national anthem. Choose your entertainment choices wisely. They want to kneel on you. You can stand up for something. Let them kneel. We'll stand up. I'll put my hand on my heart and respect that anthem every time. You want to protest? You protest away. But don't disrespect our flag. We have choices too. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. 
Please subscribe to my show, youtube.com slash Bongino, and on Apple Podcasts as well. Subscriptions are always free. They help us move up the charts. Uh, help us uh, other people find this as well. We really appreciate that. Thanks again. You just heard Dan Bongino.